0: League of Legends Radio is made possible with support from listeners like you. Thank you.
1: From the heart of Rune Terror, this is League of Legends Radio with your host, Ponderous Sea Lion.
0: Everyone, welcome to this week's episode of League of Legends Radio. I'm your host, Ponderous Sea Line, and I'd like to thank you so much for downloading this episode. I've got a great interview today with Jordan Chinfinger Williams, the creator of ImproveYourLeague.com. He has a lot of insightful things to say, so I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Before we go any further, I would like to sincerely thank you for downloading this episode of League of Legends Radio. With all your support, we were recently picked up by Game Day Media, which could lead to some fantastic sponsorship opportunities nationally and internationally. So again, thank you so much for downloading this episode of League of Legends Radio. We'll be back after the break with our interview with Jordan Chinfinger-Williams. Again, he's the creator of improveyourleague.com, so stick around. You're listening to League of
1: Legends Radio.
0: Jordan Chinfinger-Williams, the creator of improveyourleague.com. Hey, thanks for being on the show.
1: Yeah, uh, no problem. It's a pleasure for sure.
0: What inspired you to pursue improveyourleague.com?
1: Ever since graduating college, I realized I don't want to uh, work the, the eight to five lifestyle. I think it's fine for some people, but it's just not what I want to do. I want to be an entrepreneur and create, th- create things and, and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I hit Diamond in season three, and it's like, man, there's a ton of really, really great YouTube learning content, but it's, it's like so disorganized. Why don't I try and organize all this stuff and put it on one platform? And really, ever since then, it's kind of evolved into what it is now, and it's going to continue to evolve evolve in the future.
0: Cool. So was the goal just to help out newer players? or
1: Yeah, um, specifically people who play ranked, or not even that, specifically people who want to get better. I think most people who play League of Legends understand that it it's a, a skill-based game and there's always something to improve upon. So uh, it's really targeted for anybody who's serious about wanting to get better.
0: Right, so rather than base it around new players, you're basing it around players who have a decent foundation set up, but they just want to improve in specific areas?
1: Uh, Yes and no, um, because we definitely do want to reach out to new players. We, we want to hit anybody who wants to get better no matter if you're just starting out and wanting to learn the game or you're pretty established and a decent rank uh, but you still want to get better. Um, That's, you know, because we have really any resource outside of just practicing playing, we have it on the website. And it's, um, in my opinion, fairly easy to find different videos and categories and different stuff like that uh, but we're always improving in that area
0: so improving uh uh uh-huh. uh i yeah. like that word okay okay so can you walk us through the specific tools you have to help out newer players and veterans alike
1: yeah so it started out with just the categorization of all the videos and we have sort of five main categories and we're still like debating on changing that up a little bit or adding new categories or so anyway, we have five main categories, fundamentals, intermediate, meta and roles, team fighting and champions and matchups. And within each one of those categories, we have five or, so, five or six subcategories. So, you know, anything from how to kite, how to CS, uh, you know, jungle meta, I mean, just anything. And so from there, it evolved into wanting to have quickly locate all of the matchup videos. Uh, so let's say you main Jax or something, but you always lose to Renekton in lane. And maybe I'm going back to like season four people, but not, you don't really see that matchup very often anymore. But anyway, the point is you struggle with a matchup. Why don't you watch a D1 player play that matchup and kind of adjust your play style based on how he plays that matchup. So we have that. And we also have the ability to create detailed guides on these matchups. So what to do levels one and two, what to do levels three to five, what to do levels six plus, you know, how to deal with that champion in team fights. how to deal with that champion if he starts to snowball, you know, those kind of things. And then we added uh, the podcast, which I've been interviewing uh, some of the world's best players, D1 plus minimum, uh, interviewed some challenger players and just sort of pick their brain on how to get better. Uh, we really kind of get to go into the minds of these guys and, and hear what they have to say, and it's really a good time. Uh, we, we also get to know them on a personal level a little bit, so we can kind of see who these people are like outside of the game. It's a lot of fun, and then um, you know, I I believe that it's way easier to per- to pursue a goal with a team than it is by yourself. So we have we just released the forums. Uh, they're they still kind of like lack- traction right now because I think other people are just so so focused on the video content and stuff like that uh but we really want to build that community uh yeah I don't know we we want to build the community around the platform so that people can encourage each other and help each other out uh with forum posts and and stuff like that so um that's where we are right now and we're always we're still adding new features new content like making the site a little bit more user friendly those kind of things we we're always working on something to uh, make the make the experience for people who come to com as best as
0: possible. Right, and about it being community-based, it really is community-based because all the content on your site, if I'm not mistaken, is taken from community content creators. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it, it is fun to have the backs of these guys Because when you think about other sites that offer, you know, learning content, it's all uh, built within the system. And ours is grabbing all of the, you know, we have probably 50 or so different YouTube content creators that we grab their videos and categorize them on our site. And it's just nice to kind of give back to those guys who put in so much hard work creating those videos uh, that we get to team up with it. Them and, and place their videos on our site. And it's just embedding their links, so they still get all the, the YouTube view counts and stuff like that. Uh, so it's it's really fun to kind of build this thing with them for sure.
0: Cool, and uh, could you just go through some of the uh, different content creators you have on the site?
1: Yeah, so some recognizable ones, uh, like in our meta, intermediate category, and then the uh, mindset subcategory within there. We have tons a ton of GBay 99 videos, you know, jungle videos. We have fox drop, ad carry mid videos. We got Philo and and just kind of general tips. Um, there's some there's some nuggets in there that probably a lot of people don't know about. Like I really like how to top lane. He has an awesome YouTube channel, Scrap Computer. That's that's one probably a lot of people haven't heard of. Who he puts out a ton of really great content. I think he deserves more uh, respect and, and viewership uh you know jeremy gaming curios um I mean there's just there's so much but that's that's a that's five I think so
0: how open and accepting to have their videos on the site have these content creators been?
1: yeah, so I have definitely been in personal contact with a lot of them uh and every person I have been in contact with about it is all for it for sure they have. No no qualms against it and a lot a lot of them have kind of gone out of their way even to uh help help me and help promote the site and uh you know, they're they're all for it for sure because I think those guys definitely have the community mindset anyway to like do it as a team and I think they understand that sharing their videos on a platform like this is is gonna help viewership just spread throughout all of the YouTube content creators. And so I think they, they're kind of banding together and doing this, and it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Right, yeah, because you guys are all working towards the same goal of helping people, people get better at League.
1: Exactly, yeah. Uh,
0: how long, approximately, have you been working on improveyourleague.com?
1: I guess idea conception was uh, January 2014, something like that. And it was originally an idea. is going to be like a course website, I just kind of realized pushing out so much content like that and not really having a name for ourselves and just assuming people are going to come and take a course that we create from our own content that we create would just, it's a little, a little far-fetched. And so um, since then, the idea kind of jumped into, well, what about gathering all the content that's already out there? And so it's it's been quite a journey. There's been lots of people who've come and gone on the IYL team. As, as part of just from idea to the platform and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, it's been a, a really long journey, a lot of ups and downs. Um, but, I mean, even with developers and, you know, working with all sorts of different people, it's it's been a huge learning experience. Um, but we are really starting to build some traction now and so it's 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 a lot of fun
0: how many you keep mentioning that you've you know brought all these videos to one place how many videos do you have roughly on the site
1: you know if you think about first of all our matchups section where we just have you choose one champion on the left that's who you're playing as and then the champion you're playing verse in the right so if you if you think about that for a little bit, there's 100 and what, 20 something champions in the game. I
0: think it's 122 right now. I could be wrong about that.
1: Yeah. And I I forget the math, but like to get a video for every single unique matchup for all those 122 champions is an incredibly large number. Obviously, there are matchups that you would never see like Nami versus Renekton mid lane or something like that. Any matchup that's even slightly plausible, we try to have. We don't have them all yet, uh, but we're working towards that goal. So if you keep that in mind, as as well as our just kind of general learning content that isn't specifically related to a champion, just like uh, mechanics and decision making and stuff like that. I think we have over four thousand videos.
0: That's a lot of videos.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot for sure.
0: And did you just have to categorize them all pretty much by hand?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that was just that process alone of really taking time to analyze all of the videos that we had already gathered. So this is, I don't know, four or five months into it. And we're at the stage now where it's like, all right, we need to, we have a decent amount of videos, just kind of not, we didn't even have a website at this point. We just had the idea and we had like a, an Excel spreadsheet with all these videos in it. And, um, we're like okay let's try and categorize this stuff now man and just getting to the point where we created those five main categories and then those 20 something subcategories took a long time there was a just a lot of um just like back and forth effort of okay does this make sense for the you know for this video or you know for for this subcategory and uh just coming up with those final subcategories took a ton of time
0: what have been some of the biggest difficulties with creating a site like this?
1: Hmm, That's a really good question because um, there's been a ton. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll try and touch on some of the, some of the bigger ones, I guess. Uh, obviously, I can't do something like this alone. Uh, so gathering a team who kind of shares the same vision as me and, and sees the potential in a site like this and the usefulness Getting a team like that together was really difficult. Like I said, there's been a lot of people that have come and gone who come out gung ho and ready to work on the project and do this or that, and then they might leave you know, two weeks later and say, "Actually, this was a little bit harder than I thought. I'm, I'm out of here." And uh, so, trying to lead a team has definitely been challenging. But like, and also, I just want to point out that difficulties. I knew there were going to be plenty of difficulties, and just the opportunity to learn from those difficulties have been awesome. And I think I'm a uh, a better person for it in the end. Uh, other than that, other than the teamwork aspect, there's definitely this uh, whole bit of money thing that uh, might be overlooked because I don't have the uh, the coding capabilities to do something like this on my own, especially some of the more technical stuff. So I've had to hire some people to help me out in that way because I, wasn't able to find anybody because uh, I think coding is a pretty unique skill that not a lot, of, a lot of people have. So, spending money out of pocket like that to create the site and to try and promote it a little bit—it's definitely been uh, difficult. Just as far as working my full-time job and paying for the bills and stuff like that, and then this site. But it's been fun. And then time—I mean, like I said, I—I I work a full-time job. I have a a wife and so have a family in that, in that sense. So having the time to put in, to do everything that needs to be done while managing my personal life too, um, is difficult, but my wife is super supportive of this thing. And, um, the team that I have now is really awesome. Just as far as supporting me and supporting the vision and doing things, you know, as, as co-business owners in this deal, um, it's fun. Uh, It's been a good experience.
0: Thank you for being on the show.
1: Thanks, Michael. It was awesome.
0: That was Jordan Chinfinger-Williams, the creator of improveyourleague.com. We'll be back after the break. Stick around.
1: You're listening to League of Legends Radio.
0: Welcome back to League of Legends Radio. I'm your host, Ponderous Sealine You may have seen it in solo queue, you may have seen it in LCS, or you may just have heard your friend complaining about it because, well, it's solo queue. There's always a reason to complain. I'm, of course, talking about AD Bruiser Fizz. AD Bruiser Fizz actually came about after the 5.2 patch notes when his AP was hit hard. But with the removal of Deathfire Grasp and his Q's damage being significantly reduced, in damage he just wasn't that great of an assassin anymore he just didn't have the same potential to take out targets and get away like he did so some resourceful people actually noticed that they'd given him some missing health missing percent health on his w and they thought well might as well build him on hit and so that's what started the whole bork triforce because while the base damage on his q was reduced significantly it doesn't really matter if you're going AD it just applies the on hit I mean you're still gonna get the same amount of damage out of Triforce as you would have before maybe slightly less but it was pretty much the same and I'm gonna quote right here this is what they said about Fizz when they nerfed him or at least they thought they were (laughs) evil laugh that was terrible when talking about flashy assassins it's never long before Fizz comes up always a crowd pleaser this playful trisk Trickster can devastate teams lacking lockdown with a few troll poles and a well placed shark. These days, however, urchin strike plus sea stone trident's active end up doing most of the work, often leaving chum the waters either irrelevant or overkill. Pulling power from Fizz's basic spells and loading them into his ultimate makes sure skilled Fizz players can still slip in and take out priority targets, but now gives some room to breathe when he doesn't line up his shark bait just right. Okay, so the actual numbers changes were you know pretty devastating for Fizz. Honestly, his damage on Q got its ratio halved and its damage almost halved. It was... They gutted Q. It did not nearly as much damage as it did before. It, yeah, it was. it's pretty crap <laughs> if you're going AP. Um, his W no longer applies Grievous Wounds. It's not a huge deal, but they also changed his um, Ws on hit damage. They increased the actual damage of it by pretty significant amount 30 at max rank to 50 at max rank which you know if you count every auto attack they can really add up quickly but they completely removed the ability power scaling and instead moved it to a percent missing health damage which i don't think riot realized that they were going to create the monstrosity that is ad fizz but that's what they changed and then they also created the damage amplification on his ultimate to where For 6 seconds after you've tagged them with your shark, you'll deal 20% increased damage to them for the next 6 seconds. His actual ultimate does not apply this bonus. So, what Riot essentially did is, in the same patch, they removed DFG. They did the same thing to Syndra, but... God, I hate Syndra. Those patch notes made me happy. (laughs) But, what they did is, after removing one of his huge core items, they completely gutted his Q. In all honesty... They thought they were gutting his W because, you know, zero ability power scaling. And if you're going AP, it's not like you're going to be getting many procs of that on-hit damage. You really needed that 0.25 ability power scaling on your auto attack to deal at least a little bit of damage. But what they ended up doing is just making it so much more effective to build attack speed and tank stats on him. He already gets the missing percent health from his W, and you combine that with a Bork and you just end up shredding Tanks' as Fizz. It's ridiculous. Especially with that 20% increase in your damage with your R, it turns him into almost a... He builds like an Irelia or a Jax, but he still plays more like an Assassin. He does play in somewhat of the way that Riot intended when they made these changes, just as an on-hit bruiser, Assassin-type thing. So I think it's interesting that people saw these changes and went, yeah, I'm going to go build a bruiser on-hit. I mean... I was just thinking, yes, they finally gutted Fizz. And that was about it. That was my thought process. Boom, we're done. Time to go play some solo queue. But while people were very skeptical about it at first, I think I got some people calling me trolls when I went in ranked. I do really think that it's very strong. Pros have also picked up on it. I've seen it played both jungle and top lane in competitive. So this is definitely a legitimate build path. I'm not sure... If Riot's going to do anything about it, but he's definitely a very interesting champion to try and balance without completely gutting because his mobility plus his, you know, well, it used to be burst damage, but now it's really more sustained damage just makes him a very difficult champion. He can just snowball out of control and just completely carry games. I think he used to be better at that when he was AP, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, but, yeah, he's just hard to, hard to, uh, figure out what they're gonna do about him. Personally, I think they should nerf Irelia, but, um, that's just my opinion, you know? Um, (laughs) (laughs) epic memes, bro. (laughs) Yeah, anyways, just having a conversation with myself. Hey guys, it's super fun over here at League of Legends Radio, I'm not lonely. Um, yeah, so... Fizz actually can still be played with a somewhat assassin-y play style with his... He's still got insane mobility with his E. Goddamn troll pull. And he... That 20% damage, if you... Okay, let's say that you're Fizz and you're on hit and you've got 1.6 attack speed. That's not unreasonable at all. Well, you think if you can get 1.6 attacks off per second for 6 seconds, plus... 8% Eight percent missing health as magic damage, plus the missing health from Bork and you know whatever ways you're getting in. If you went Triforce, or maybe it's the uh, on-hit magic damage from Devourer. If you went Jungle, you're dealing a lot of damage. That is a lot of damage to whatever target you pick. Because that's the thing about Fizz that is making him so overbearing in my opinion right now is because. He does that damage to tanks. He doesn't give a crap how much armor you have. He doesn't give a crap how much... <laughs> he doesn't give a crap how much armor you have. He doesn't give a crap how much magic resistance you have. He doesn't care how much health you have. Yeah, your missing health is kind of working against you, isn't it? It. He's just very difficult to play against. Kind of like why I really was nerfed so many times, just jokes aside. It was her combination of magic, true, and physical damage that just made her impossible to itemize against. She just... If she got ahead, you couldn't build the right items to stop her because she would just eat through your items anyways with her other two forms of damage, and you would still die. It was just she needed to be tuned down. Honestly, I think she's still one of the best top laners in the game, but, you know, no one's asking me. Um, She's just very hard to itemize against, and I think that's the problem that Fizz is having right now. If they changed, it's going to be interesting to see what Riot does because... AD Bruiser Fizz is definitely more popular right now. By and away, much more popular than AP Fizz. But is Riot going to embrace that and just give him a minor rework and make him... Okay, if that's how you want to play him, we'll make him deal all physical damage or something so that he's a little bit more easy to itemize against because that percent missing health is again magic damage. They still intended him to be played as an AP assassin that just is not how things worked out because you guys are smart and you figured stuff out. Anyways, um if they were to change that missing health maybe to 7% and change it to physical damage and just give his Q maybe a slight scaling on for AD and then just keep his R and E as AP because we don't want an AD caster Fizz, Riot. Please don't make him AD caster Fizz. Anyways, if they were to do that, I think that would make it a little bit easier to play against him because, okay, well, Fizz is fed, build Frozen Heart and Randuins for, you know, the uh, attack speed reduction and, you know, just try and protect your carries because really, team fighting as AD Fizz, unless you're massively tanky, is pretty difficult. Um, I've, that's actually been my biggest struggle. Laning is a cinch with him. You just boy the crap out of your opponent, and then once they're at half their health, you just shark them and you win. That's pretty much how that goes. Uh, he can bully, I'd say, almost anyone in the game early. Some lanes are more difficult than others. Um, but on the whole, I think that he can outduel almost anyone top lane. Um, so we'll just see what happens with that. Um, if anyone's interested in playing him, Then my personal build, and this is what I've seen most AD Fizz players build, is if you're top lane, you'll generally want to rush a Triforce and Bork, go Lucidity Boots, and get um, Frozen Heart after that, assuming you're against an AD foe. That gives you about 35% cooldown reduction, which is still godlike on Fizz. You still want to hit that 40% cap, and it also gives you... The sustained damage you need to be able to fully utilize your tools that you've been given to duel and take out squishy targets. After that, it's typically up to you. I like to go Banshees. I think it's really good on him. And then just another tankiness item based on what you need. If you're going jungle, you definitely want the Skirmisher Enchant. It's just, yo dog, I heard you like increasing your damage but what if I told you you could increase your damage while increasing your damage while doing true damage and missing percent health damage and while on top of your damage that's that's how that feels that was a really good meme wow I should go into the memeing business anyways um, the increased damage with your skirmishers and your attack speed is absolutely insane when you get those two items together um, would definitely recommend it So, if you end up getting those two together, um, you're going to deal a lot of damage, especially to tanks, because, again, the devour damage is on hit magic. It is on hit magic damage. So, despite the fact that you're building attack speed and dealing some physical damage, you're still dealing a lot of attack, uh, a lot of magic damage with your abilities. So, try it out. Well, I hope some of those tips were helpful for you. We'll be back right after the break, so stick around. League of Legends Radio. Hello everyone, welcome back to League of Legends Radio. I'm your host, Ponderous Sealine. I would like to sincerely thank Jordan Chinfinger williams the creator of improveyourleague.com. So again, thank you so much for downloading this episode of League of Legends Radio. I'm Ponderous Sealine, and I'll catch you on the flippity, on the flippity flop, on the flop flippity. We'll we'll see you... Bye, guys.
1: This has been League of Legends Radio.